Welcome to the Amazing Horse Country Podcast. I'm Scott Phillips. It's a beautiful day outside. I thought I would record this podcast outside with the horses. Instead of beautiful, quiet, acoustically perfect studio, we're going to have wind and traffic on the highway and horses eating and horses doing other things and me walking around in the snow and mud and crawling through a fence and I'm walking over to my Palomino his name is Ponky and he is busy stuffing his face I don't know if we can hear that maybe I can hear it hopefully you can and traffic going down the highway but it's beautiful out here so why not be out here It's funny, you know, right now we're living in some pretty exceptional times with a worldwide plague that we haven't seen the likes of before. And the TV and radio and internet and all our media sources are really sort of exploiting our fears to a certain extent because all we hear about is you know what's going on in a negative sense and once in a while you know I listen to CBC radio and they have some good stories and some uplifting stories and I I know that they're doing that on purpose and it's a good thing because not everything in our world is bad yes there is a virus going around Yes, it's dangerous. There's a lot of scary things happening because of that. You know, our economy, jobs, toilet paper. You know, I just heard a story on the news about how orange juice prices are going to skyrocket because the orange pickers are scared to go to work when you think of it there's a whole bunch of industry that is dependent on other industry that is dependent on other industry and everything is going to be affected there's not a single thing that's going to be untouched but there's a lot of things that are still going to stay the same we can use those things and capitalize on those things when we're tired of feeling scared and bad and anxious about everything else. You know, pets are one of those things. They don't understand the virus. Horses are another one. Like, we can continue to ride and work with them. We may not be able to visit public facilities, but those of us that are lucky enough to have our horses at home or our horses are boarded somewhere that we're still allowed to frequent, we can still spend some quality time with some animals whose lives are not affected by this. And it's so important that we do that. It's really tough these days to maintain a positive outlook when we're being hammered from all sides with negativity. But there are a lot of good things. You know, for example with the decrease in business I've noticed that the traffic noise down the road by my ranch has decreased 
substantially and it's beautiful you know I can walk out here and enjoy some peace and quiet and some moments of harmony with the environment and nature and my horses that on a busy day can be a real struggle horses are an exceptional animal in a whole bunch of ways and I'd just like to talk about that for a second because it's something that's very meaningful to me and it's always a go-to for me when I need to feel grounded or I need to get centered. Horses have a way of very powerfully creating an energetic space around them that can be just beautiful and harmonious and peaceful when they're eating, when they're at rest or lying down on the ground sleeping. If you just hang out with them, close your eyes and just get in tune with that feel, it's like nothing else. I love it. You know, I wouldn't trade a day with a horse for (laughs) many other things, whether or not I'm riding or just hanging out with them like I am right now. It's not only healing but it's moving it's spiritual it's calming it allows us to focus on some things that make us feel good i'm sitting on a fence next to a beautiful paint mare her name is bailey her owners live in the uk and i can't help but think about what's going on over in the European countries with Italy and Spain having so many difficulties with the outbreaks and we hear news every day of the horror of what that must be like over there and it's frightening and I'm watching Bailey and her eyes are half closed and she's totally relaxed and just stuffing her face like there's nothing else going on in the world and for her there isn't it's kind of nice to be able to join in that with her not eating hay (laughs) clearly but just how she feels and horses are creatures of empathy and to an extent so are we and what I mean by that is that they're very dialed into how the herd feels so if you know the herd leader gets frightened or senses something of danger then they all pick up on that and they will react as one or you know the the herd leader is calm and happy and fat and in the sun and they might all be standing there with their eyes closed so they act and move as a herd People do sometimes too, you know, the mob mentality where where people will end up doing things that they wouldn't ordinarily do because everyone else around them is doing the same thing. So we all buy into it. And that is sort of that empathy piece that I'm talking about where we can communicate a feel. What a valuable thing to have with a horse. It's not only a valuable tool, and I'll get into that, but we don't always have to be training a horse or riding a horse what other things can 
we have in our relationship where we benefit outside of a training or competitive environment, there's a lot. You know, take trail riding, for example, where we can go places on the back of a horse that we wouldn't be able to get to any other way and cover ground and get to some places that are just stunningly beautiful in a way that we're really communicating and communing with nature. We don't have the opportunity to do that in too many other facets of our lives. And horses are one way we can get there. The other piece is what a horse can do for you, you know, emotionally even. So they exude peace. When a horse is calm and at rest, it's like there's a bubble of space around them that is just warm and comfortable. You can stand in that. I love to do this. You can stand in that. Just close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Let it out. And just be with them. And feel what they're feeling. And take it all in. It's a beautiful way to let go of pressures and anxieties and stress. And all these things that are tearing at us constantly. And just be a horse for a little while. It's truly one of nature's little miracles. And I hope that if you have a horse or have access to horses, that you have experienced this because it is one of these things that horses can offer us that we can't get anywhere else. Dogs are awesome. Cats are awesome. They're different, right? A horse is a different critter altogether. I love dogs and I love cats. Don't get me wrong there. And they can be perfect friends for you. Um, You know, loyalty in dogs, you know, nothing gets deeper than that. (laughs) And I guess we're loyal to our cats, not the other way around, but... You know, there's, there's a lot of scientific studies been done on why we like to have animals around us. You know, take cats, for example. Like a cat doesn't do things for you like, you know, a, a dog would. But what a cat does is give you something to connect to. And that can be done in a bunch of different ways. Like, they can love to sit on you. They're a nice, warm, soft thing. Touching is a big deal. Like, the the sensation of petting a cat. Like, babies love that. Adults love that. Right? We get something out of that through touch. Dogs and cats, like us, are predators. And we all are very close when it comes to touch and feel so humans hug you see cats and dogs all curled up together when they're sleeping or for comfort or for friendship and horses don't do that you know part of it is the fact that they weigh over a thousand pounds and i'm sure climbing on top of each other is not going to be super beneficial if they're all bundled up but They don't need to be 
touching in order to communicate that sense of comfort, security, warmth, you know, freedom from fear. They can do that when they're at a distance from each other. This is something that we can feel when we're with them too. We can stand beside a horse. We can put our hand on them. We can stroke or pet them because that feels good to us and it feels good to them too. So we can do things through that feel and that touch that benefit us both. But horses are very strong in energetic spatial communication. Being able to put types of energy into their space very clearly that other horses can pick up on and react to. We can do that too. We can be a part of that. And and in fact, you know, when we're doing liberty work with horses, that's exactly what we're doing. When we're doing true liberty work, I don't mean trick training, but actual liberty, where the horse is moving in response to your energy and space and focus versus doing something you train them. Okay, that's that's a different thing. You know, the style of liberty that I like is when a horse follows you exactly like they would another horse. So there's no training involved for the horse. There's training involved for the person because we need to learn how to communicate in their language. And when those pieces start to come together, it is beautiful. There have been many folks in liberty clinics or who have done liberty work with me who actually shed some tears when they get to that connected point where their feel and their energy affect the horse and it's obvious it's touching it's moving it's deeply emotional those are the little things again that horses can can give to us and offer to us that we don't get anywhere else in our lives and from any other animal. They're special in that way. And I love it. It's, you know, these are the things that I want to share with people and let them experience. There's a reason why horses are used so much in therapy for, you know, folks that are having difficulties or stress in their lives or people that are suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder horses are fantastic in that when developing leadership skills so you know i have had groups come from companies so that their managers can learn some interpersonal leadership skills through horses and horses are great for that because we have to really think about how we're presenting ourselves, how we're feeling, how we can create an energetic space and a feel around us. And if you want to know what I'm talking about, just think about, you know, a motivational speaker. You might go in a room skeptical about what someone has to say and through their energetic presentation they get you on their side right that's what motivation is about right it's about being able to 
share a passion in such a way that you feel it in the same way as the presenter. It's powerful. Horses have the ability to do that with each other. We have the ability to work with them that way, but we need to learn it. Just like not everyone can just step up on a podium and be a motivational speaker. We need to practice and hone and learn and develop. But one of the things we can do that's not so hard is just shut down our filters for a minute. And again, this is one thing that, you know, pets and, and horses, I find in particular, allow us to do. We don't have to pretend around them. We don't have to be somebody for them. We can just shut down everything and just exist for a little while. And I call that being open and honest. Vulnerable is another word for it. Where you don't feel you have to defend. You don't feel you have to protect. You don't have to worry about what you say or word things in a particular way because you might offend somebody. Or you know, worry about what someone's going to say on social media about you because you did some certain thing. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff with a horse. You can be you. And when we tear down those walls that we've all built up around us in society, we can really experience the horse in a very special, connected, emotional way. That's one of the things that I think we need to have going for us in order to be a good horse person. When a horse can follow you like they follow another horse, that's huge. When they can feel of you like they do another horse, that's incredible. And every horse is different. There are horses that are very strong in their space. Horses that are leaders. There are horses that are, are very fearful and need something from you. And both of those horses are very valuable to us. You know, I'll tell you a little story here. And I haven't told this to many people but it's uh, kind of a uh, almost emotional one for me. Back in uh, January 2020, which is the year I'm recording this, I had a horse of mine get out on the highway and he was struck and killed in a hit and run. And I can't begin to tell you how traumatized I felt and still do at times because I lost my best friend in a very tragic, traumatic way. This is one of those stories that I hope you can relate to if you've, if you've played around with horses. And you know, if, if you have a dog, you've probably had a similar thing happen, but I would walk out of the past year with my horses not only to console them in some way or be strong for them because they lost a pasture mate 
that they had been hanging out with for, you know, <laughs> 10 or more years, every day, all day. So that's a big thing for them. You know, one of my, my oldest horses that uh, used to be, you know, his best buddy, his name was Spud, by the way. So Spud's best buddy, Ty, who's our herd leader here, he quit eating. Like he was so devastated that, that Spud was gone that he quit eating. You know, we had to we had to do some things to, to cheer things up around this place because it was pretty pretty down. But uh, the story that I wanted to share with you, one of my horses, his name is Ditch. This guy came from a really good friend of mine. He had a, a really traumatic background where he was, you know, I'm going to use the word tortured by a trainer in his younger years. And he learned to fear people and distrust and have a whole bunch of associations. For example, you know, the saddle meant something bad was going to happen and the rain meant something bad was going to happen. So we did a lot of work at getting him to come around and think differently and change those associations. And it, it's beautiful, the, the changes that he's made. But he's one of these horses that seeks comfort. He's very kind, but he's very cautious. And he used to be very timid. But he's really dialed in to everything that's going on around him because he is super sensitive. I walked out into the pasture fairly depressed you know it's it's hard to to lose a friend like that and I always be cheery so you know I walked into the pasture and I wasn't feeling that good and all the horses were lined up eating and this horse ditch quit eating and he wandered all the way over to me and he stuck his nose on my face and just he wiggles his muzzle around in a way that always makes me laugh and he knows he can do that but what struck me is that he sensed i needed that then that was not a one-time incident like <laughs> you know i've i've walked out of the pasture like that a few times since you know spud's death and and he has done that when i have felt the most down so it's consistent it's not, you know, I can't chalk that up to circumstance because it's not. So, you know, that got me thinking a little bit about how horses can fill your needs too. So, you know, we go out into the pasture and we're upset about the world and things going on around us. And just be open and just close your eyes, take a deep breath and let them fill your cup up for a change we do so much for our horses think about the things that they can do for us right and it's doesn't take much more than you know hanging out with them when they're at rest you know put your hand on them give them a scratch close your eyes take a deep breath let it go and just a feel Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Why not join us? Become a patron and a member of Amazing Horse Country. We'd be glad to have you. Membership levels include early access to podcasts, our member-only forum, lots of Amazing Horse Country swag, 
participation in our live webinars, and even one-on-one -on -one training with me, Scott Phillips. Membership plans start for as little as $5 Canadian per month, and those go a long way to helping us provide podcasts, videos, and more for all you fantastic horse people. Give it some thought. Again, we'd love to have you join us. Just head to AmazingHorseCountry.com backslash membership. Even with a basic free membership, you can register for our amazing clinics and webinars, watch training videos, engage in our articles, share your horse stories, and much more. You'll find it all at AmazingHorseCountry.com. Oh, before you go, why not take a couple seconds and give us a five-star rating on whatever podcatcher you're using? We'd love your feedback. Until next time, my friends, happy trails.